Hello and welcome. Yes, welcome indeed. To the first ever episode of Genius Hack. It's happening. I'm so excited. I can't believe that this is actually happening. <laughs> I know. This we did it. We did. They trusted us. Ha 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 Yeah, we got... We, how? I, don't, I still don't really understand how, but we're not going to... We won't make a big deal about that. Um, <laughs> Let's not draw too much attention. No. Uh, but yeah, this has been something we've been really looking to kind of do for a while now yeah um, like seriously looking at for over two months oh easily yeah like we've been talking about this for quite a while yeah and um we, we talked about it on d15 on monday we yes. had a had a little bit of a chat about it and we, we sort did. of teased it a little bit and as we said on that show it was kind of just something that came out of nearly nowhere we had yeah. plans for a show yeah and uh Talking about hair, it was hair dye. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were talking about hair dye, and we were yeah, talking about some science. like, yeah, hair <laughs> science, and we were talking about some sort of sci fi ish type stuff as well. And mm. it was kind of like, oh my god, this could be the show, yeah, because we couldn't stop talking about it. We needed to go to a break, but we had so much more to say. And I think that kind of got, was like, okay, well, how can we turn that into something else? Because as you said, like, we'd wanted to do a show before, but we just couldn't pinpoint what we wanted to do. Yeah. And then we kind of narrowed it down to this. And we've, I think we've hit the nail on the head. <laughs> I really think so as well. It's, still, it's something that we're both really excited about. Oh, big time. Because we're big nerds. So big to, nerds. In terms of what to look forward to on the show, we're going to have, uh, obviously, science, technology. Mm -hmm. uh, we probably go into a little bit about some kind of gaming stuff here and there. Yeah. And comic booky stuff. And space as well. Yeah, space, space is going to be a big thing. Yeah. Um, we're hoping down the <laughs> line. Space is quite a big thing. It is. Space is quite a big thing. I don't really don't know how I did that. Uh, space itself, it's quite large. Yes. Um, Plenty to talk about. But space is something we're going to have a chat about. We're hoping to get people on uh, in the next in the coming weeks, especially to talk about AirSat One, uh, yeah. Astronomy Ireland. Where we're really looking to kind of we're we're not going to have interviews every week, but mm -hmm. we'll kind of we'll mix and match. Some weeks we'll just have a big topic. Yeah. That we'll kind of focus on, like today's main topic, yes. which is one that you kind of came across in the first place. Yeah, I heard about this maybe about a year ago or so, and it's the the concept of are we cyborgs, mm. and that we kind of already are. And because when you think of a cyborg, it's mainly just about like Robocop. Is he a yeah. cyborg? Or well, yeah, Robocop yeah, would be. And but don't uh, give away our topic before yeah. we get into it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have that. Yeah. We're going to have uh, some kind of interesting facts about space and stuff because we wanted yeah. to kind of try a little bit of different things that we're going to be. We're just, in future, we'll probably be a bit more themed. But we're this one won't be. Yeah, it's like, you know, um, what do you, those tester, those little testers you get in the supermarket? Yeah, we're a tester. Yeah, so you get to sample everything that we'll be talking about in mm. the future. Welcome back to Genius Hack. So fitting is that? That rhymed! <gasps> Did we it? can keep welcome back to Genius Hack. Oh, it did. Oh my God! Right, oh, well, well, we now perfect. have we now have a thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we're we're definitely discovering that we're finding our way. We're yes. finding our way through the first episode. Yes. It's but that's kind of what this whole show is about. Like our listeners will be learning along with us mm. and watching us grow and fail epically um, yes. here and there as a human does yeah uh, and and that's something we wanted to kind of make a thing with this show like yeah. stuff's not gonna go 100% right yeah but it's in terms of we're learning a lot of this kind of stuff ourselves you know yeah. it's not like we're massive experts in all this kind of stuff yeah I am not a scientist no neither I've am I media and <laughs> exactly we're just both really passionate about it and it's an yeah. idea we both love and we kind of want to explore that with you guys and one thing that we like the idea of is for you to be able to sit there 
down the pub or whatever later on and go, ah, oh, do you know what? Did you ever hear this? That's not true. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love those kind of conversations. Me I always too. Liked them. I, that's what I love about fun facts and things like mm. that. Because you can just whip them out and it always, always gets a conversation yeah. started. Whether it ver- it trails off somewhere else or it stays on that topic. Fun facts are everyone's best friend. They are. They're great. <laughs> and um, in this first episode, because just this seems to be how this is going to go, mm-hmm. we're slightly not doing fun facts. It's more that we're doing fun misconceptions yes. that people are doing. So it actually, it is fact. It's just yeah. being presented a little differently. And it's stuff to do with space. Yes. Because that's something we're going to be covering a lot. And there are very many. <laughs> oh, there are a lot. Like the first one here we're going to look at is the idea that if you end up, say you're in the space station mm-hmm. and you get sucked out of the airlock, mm-hmm. there was this sort of misconception for a long time and sci-fi kind of pushed this as well that you would either completely just freeze mm-hmm. or you'd burn up and explode or something does that not happen no tell it's me more it's actually sort of both in a way it's so much worse oh god essentially oh, what god. when you're in space in the shade in the parts that aren't directly kind of uh, taking of a lot of sunlight yes if you want to put it that way yes. but, so say if you're facing the sun the shade mm-hmm. would be at your back right okay it's minus two, about minus 250 degrees at your back. Oh, oh. Facing the sun, so in the sunlight, yeah. it is about plus 250 <gasps> degrees. So it's insanely hot and insanely cold at the same time. What a way to go. Oh, um, astronaut Chris Hadfield had actually spoke about this. And the way him. he put it was, he said, it's as if you're laying on a hot stove face down with a lump of dry ice on your back. I actually got shivers down my spine thinking about that. Mm. So that would happen. So you'd be you'd be getting boiled while also getting frozen. Oh. But at the same time, you'd immediately your lungs would immediately get sucked flat because of the pressure. Because of the pressure. Oh, and there's not, there's like so there's nothing. Oh my god! Even if there was oxygen, you couldn't couldn't breathe yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you would simultaneously freeze, boil, burn, and suffocate. Oh wow! So it's wow. a lot worse than just oh you'd freeze or you'd explode or something. Oh, but like I mean that that like sci-fi movies you kind of hop on because mm. I mean that's very traumatic and a bit gruesome that's Shit. very sci-fi that's very Hollywood <laughs> it is it's very very Hollywood yeah. and they kind of touched on it a little bit in the last uh, was it the second of the new Star Wars movies oh, um, where Leia was in space and she kind of froze they didn't fully do it. I remember watching a thing where someone said that in theory she could have it, it, it Allowing for the force to be a real thing. <laughs> she could have actually made it back to the ship on time. Oh. But that's is this sort a spoiler? Of in theory. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it kind of is. I do apologize. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, it's way worse than people think it is. Oh, God. Mm. oh, no. And just to point out really quickly as we go on here, for this one, I'll be kind of presenting a lot of facts here, mm-hmm. but that's not going to be the way it'll work every week. So no. say for next week's episode, it might be Orla who comes in with the massive pile of facts. So we're just going to kind of bounce but back and forth with that. Neither of us will know what the other one's going to be yeah. talking about. So it's some interesting kind of stuff that okay. kind of surprises the other person. Yes. So um, we can learn together. Mm-hmm. Yay. I, woo. Woo. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get kicked off. <laughs> so anyway, the, there's a big one as well. There's a big misconception that you have to constantly work out uh, all the time in the space station because if oh. you don't you'll oh, your muscles kind of, your turn muscles, to mush yeah your muscles will gonna, kind of go to mush or you'll pass out or you'll die there's, oh I didn't hear those ones yeah there's a misconception of that and wow. apparently yes and no um, oh. it's one of those things where if you were to stay in the space station if you were mm-hmm. to only ever live in the space station for the rest of your life mm-hmm. then no you could have the laziest existence possible you can literally just float around and chill 
Because you wouldn't need if you were if you weren't going to be dealing with gravity ever again. Yeah. You wouldn't. Need you wouldn't it. need it. The only reason they have to exercise is because the fact they have to go back to Earth necessitates the need for exercise. Yeah. So they're forced to do huh. it. So they have machines basically that replicate gravity. So it's not even really that they replicate gravity. It's more that they're kind of they're pulled down onto these machines. Okay. So it makes it so that they that's how they sort of have to do it. They have to kind of yeah. They have to replicate some of the stresses that your body will be under in space. Huh. Because I was just thinking there, I was like, wait a second, how would you be doing weights in the space station? There's no gravity. Mm-hmm. I'd be so good at it. <laughs> you could do your space station yeah. weights. <laughs> so yeah, not exactly as people sort of imagine it would be. Yeah, that's comforting to know though. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, that it's not life or death kind of thing. Yeah, I suppose when you look at it that way, the fact that it's not something that, um, you know, you have to do it to survive up there. I feel but, like it's like a, a mean teacher kind of lesson. It's just like, no, you don't have to work out. You'll be fine. So it's like, oh, but you can <laughs> never go home again. It's like, okay, I'll work out. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I, that one makes sense, I think, though. Yeah. Like when you actually stop and think about it, it really yeah, does logic, make a lot of sense. It makes sense. Mm. So the other one then as well, there's, always, there's this whole thing when you're talking about light speed. So I'm, I'm kind of moving away from space a little bit, but it's still space. Yeah. Um, there was a, a theory that, it's not really a theory. It's more. It is more of a misconception that if you are moving at light speed, mm-hmm. you won't age. Oh, ha- it's what? not true. But there is truth in it, and the reason I'm bringing it up is because there is some really interesting truth in it. Okay. If you are moving at light speed, so say you're in a spaceship and you are moving away from the Earth yes. at light speed, yes. and I'm sitting here in the studio just doing my normal thing, wondering why the hell Orla isn't here. <laughs> in my head, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, no, you'd be moving too fast. You probably wouldn't hear any. Um, <laughs> but so you're up there. You're flying around the space station because you're moving at light speed. Mm-hmm. You're basically you're moving so fast that it's it's kind of like the faster you go, the closer you get to light speed. Time sort of slows for you in a sense. So there's there's okay. this weird kind of situation where it's kind of like time travel in a weird way. Ooh. The person on Earth, so me essentially, I will age faster than you. Okay. Because for you, you'll still be aging at a normal rate. So the amount of time that you're moving at light speed or above light speed, yeah. you'll age. So if you're doing that for five years, you'll still age five years. But it's because of the fact you're moving at light speed, you're sort of aging in a slightly different way. Okay. It's, it's basically that your speed is proportional, to the, is proportional to the time that's passing. Yeah. So because you're moving so fast, time is moving sort of slower for you than it would be for the rest of us. Okay. So you'd come back and you'd be slightly younger. Nice. Mm. How do I do that? <laughs> Learn how to be the first yeah. person to work out how to do light speed travel. <laughs> I don't want, I'm too young to be using anti-aging cream, so I'll just focus <laughs> all my, my efforts on this. Yeah. <laughs> now, here's a big one, and this is sci-fi movies get this wrong all the time. Oh. Um, if something explodes in space, it will make no sound. Yeah. Because it's a vacuum, isn't it? Yes. And if something explodes in space, it strictly speaking doesn't make a sound mm-hmm. uh, this is actually true in a sense okay. you watch most sci-fi movies and they add all this kind of really deep sort of <laughs> like bass explosion yeah. sounds in just to kind of get the idea of something big exploding yeah. but it would be completely silent because as you said it's a vacuum there's no oh. medium for the sound to travel through um, if we could hear things this answers the question immediately there, like there's always questions about this and I don't know why this wasn't worked out for sci-fi people really early on yeah uh, the sun is basically a massive, constant explosion. Yeah. If we could hear sounds moving through space at all, we'd hear the sun. We'd hear the sun, and we'd be deafened by it. Yeah. 
oh, that kind of made me feel extremely small. Bit mm. of tiny existentialism going on there. Yeah, just that. Yeah, because I was like, oh, sun is ginormous. It's a big explosion. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nothing, nothing better than a bit of existentialism to kick no, off a exactly. show. Like, yeah. come on, everybody loves existential crises. Crises? But, yeah, it would make no. It would strictly speaking make no sound, and it That's also interesting. Scientifically speaking, it answers the age-old question of if a tree falls in the wood and there's no one around to hear, does it make a sound? Yes, it does. Yeah. Just like the same way that the sun is making sounds constantly, we just can't hear them. Oh, hmm. that's so weird, so but I love go. it so much. Question cause... answered. Oh, that's so clever. Now, here's one that I like, because if you've ever, uh, I'm a big gamer, mm-hmm. and Near Automata is one of my favorite games, came out in the last few years. And in that game, there's a space station that they're on. Mm-hmm. And the space station is like a big spinning thing. It's almost like a donut, I suppose. Yeah. It's just constantly spinning. And it's the idea that that is the only way to create artificial gravity in space. Oh, I've heard about this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And essentially, for now, it is. Yeah. This is two in a row here, which aren't really misconceptions. They're true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it is kind of the only way because we don't actually have any other way. In theory, there are other ways to control gravity. Mm. We haven't worked out how to do it yet. Yeah. So, for now, the only way to do it would be a big ring. Yeah. And it keeps spinning. And the people walk around the edge of the ring. Ugh. And that's and you wouldn't notice when you're on it. You wouldn't notice you're walking around the edge of a ring. Yeah. You just you'd you'd have to get up to a very specific speed to replicate Earth gravity. But that's essentially the only way we could make that work. That's so interesting. Mm. Like even gravity, because the thing that I'm most excited about this show is it makes you think. It does. And that's like what we the want. thing about the sun and about gravity. Like these are things that are happening anyway, and you mm. don't think about it because like it's just it's it's life that's yeah. what you, it's you accept it but when you start thinking like the sun should be like super super loud or like gravity that that is a thing occurring right now mm. and that it, there are like say in NASA like the anti-gravity chambers and things like that yeah like it's, it's there's places where there is where this constant thing that is existing and keeping us here isn't yeah, we can fight it. Like you see those planes where they, they fly in a very specific way. Yeah. And that's normally how they get astronauts prepared for, for yeah. zero gravity. Oh, I'd love to do mm. that. I'd love to give it a go. See what it's like. I want to fly through a couple more days before we have to go to an ad break. Yeah. Uh, this one's really interesting. There's a theory that NASA are working on warp speed. Oh. So in oh. other words, that we can go at the speed of light. Like, yeah, <laughs> and we can go. Nyew. Sadly, not true. Oh. Uh, warp speed is completely an invention of sci-fi. Essentially. I forgot these rumors. Yeah, <laughs> it just happened. I, I set you up because the last two weren't. Yeah, um, yeah not exactly true. Uh, oh. Essentially, we're nowhere near working out light light speed travel uh, no. above light speed travel, and a big part of it is actually because of the fact it would just take an almost in, um, unimaginable, unimaginable, unimaginable amount of energy. Oh. Because and we get to use this in the first episode. E equals mc mc squared. It's one of the more famous equations out there. But oh. when you, you're looking at it that way, that means when you're talking about it in terms of, in, in this sense, the energy used to travel at a high speed, oh. uh, the E being the energy, that multiplies, it, need, it goes up essentially. The, 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 the layman's way to put this would be that the energy needed actually goes up uh, as the amount of speed we need goes. So the more speed, the more energy. And it goes up by the square each time. Oh my god. So gosh. it's not just that it goes up a little bit each time. It's literally squared each time. I cannot believe that you just explained E equals MC squared. We got to, to use it in the first episode. Woohoo! Holy moly. But in in this context, con- context context that's how that works. So we can't wow. do it because every as we increase increase in the more. amount of energy, we that increases by the square of the amount of kind of energy you'd need to use. I mean, I'm very disappointed with the lack of new Hmm. But 
I am equally happy that it has actually been explained as to why we can't and yeah. the explanation was E equals MC squared. Yeah, that's basically You are a genius. No, no, I wish. <laughs> um, do we have time for one more? Aye. We have time for, yeah. We, we'll steal a little bit of time yeah. from a little bit later in the show because um, there's two really cool ones here. One of them I can just fly through because I don't know a hell of a lot about it but the next one is a bit better. So mm. the whole cryosleep thing, cryosleep being yeah. the only way that we could make interstellar journeys. Yes. In theory, it could be true, it may or may not be true, but we can't do it and we'll never be able to do it because oh. freezing your body, all the water in your body will turn into water crystals. Yeah. Your blood is mostly water. Our body in general is mostly water. You'd mm. destroy your body. Yeah. You wouldn't survive it. No. Um, so that's just to gloss over that one. That's a pretty quick one. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're not going to get to freeze yourself and travel through space or whatever. No freezing neums. No, no freezing neums. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then here's uh, a really cool one. Um, the idea that your body will expand, you'll get uh, uh, kind of irreversibly taller yeah. in the space station. <laughs> your body will expand, but it's not irreversible, that's the first thing. Oh. Um, so what sort of happens is, see, so yeah, neither of us are exactly tall, so it's yeah. not going to help us. Um, so essentially... That's my summer plans cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> so down here on Earth, as we're sitting here and you guys are standing or walking or doing whatever you're doing, uh, gravity is constantly pushing down on you. Uh-huh. So if you imagine your spine, because we have like fluid and discs and stuff between each of our joints, but just yeah. imagine your spine and you've got this disc in, the discs in between your spine and as you walk, they're getting pushed down and just yeah. as you exist. Yeah. Even in the morning, when you wake up in the morning, you're slightly taller yeah. every single morning um, because you haven't had as much downward pressure going down on the top of your head. <laughs> So th- those discs are kind of shrinking, but it's like because they're sort of nearly elasticated, they're pushing back against gravity all the time, yeah. but they can't fight it. They're, they're, they're yeah. stopping your spine from literally crumbling down into the <laughs> ground, but they can't stop it from stretching a little bit yeah. or uh, being squished a little bit. Once you go into space, there's nothing pushing down anymore. So not just your spine, you're not just getting taller, you get longer. Oh my god! So your arms will get slightly longer, your legs will get slightly longer. And the spacesuits are made with this in mind. So there's actually room for them to expand. Oh, my God. Mm, and even the, the chairs that they, they are in for re-entry yeah. are built with that in mind. So no they're built way. to kind of, they take the measurements, obviously, for each of the astronauts. Yeah. And then they add a little bit <laughs> because they know you'll be taller. But within a few hours of being back on Earth, that's gone. Oh, you shrink back down. Good old gravity. Mm, and it's not painful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the main thing. <laughs> but yeah, I think some of that stuff is really, really cool. I love those. Genuinely really, really interesting. interesting. Yeah. Mm. What a good way to kick off the show. Yeah. And uh, as I said, we'll be chatting after the break about um, our the whole cyborg thing yeah. and uh, all of that kind of stuff, which you nearly spoiled at the start of the show. And we are back here on Genius Hack. It still works. It still I, lo- works. I love that we are back with Genius Hack Rhymes. That's my favourite thing. <laughs> and we are on the social medias. We're getting stuff sort of up and running um, at the minute with our social medias. So if you were to kind of jump on now, there might be a couple of things that are a little bit um, askew. We're getting there. Yeah. We're setting everything up at the minute. Yes. Our Twitter is still Genius Hack 95. Mm-hmm. And our Instagram is a little bit different. I will tell you what it is now. Uh, genius underscore hack 925. Because apparently there's more than one. <laughs> yeah, that was probably one of the most surprising things. <laughs> but yeah, so G- Genius Hack 925 on, as in 92.5 Phoenix FM. Mm-hmm. So Genius Hack 925 on Twitter yeah. and Genius underscore Hack yeah. 925 
on Instagram. Instagram. We'll get Facebook and all that set up as well. So yeah. hopefully by the time you've actually heard this show, we will have Facebook. And I assume if you just go onto Facebook and search Genius Hack, you'll find us there. Exactly. But uh, next week, we'll update you on how everything we have set up and ready to go. And we're hoping to have like polls and just be really interactive mm. with any of our listeners if we get any. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, th- at the minute, we're, we're obviously, we're piloting this, so yes. we're not expecting yeah. to have a lot of people listening in for the first one. Yeah. But uh, if you are listening in and you do enjoy it, then definitely check out the social medias, tell people about the social medias yeah. and spread it around a little bit. Uh, we've got some really cool things that we're going to be doing and trialing going forward on the show. Yeah, and like, tell us what you like and what you don't mm. like. Absolutely, yeah. If there's a segment that we're doing on the show that you think is a little bit boring yeah. or that you don't really find that interesting, tell Stop us. Stop yeah. talking. <laughs> yeah, just don't. We don't want this stuff about not freezing in space anymore. Yeah. Or freezing in space, rather. Yeah. Or not being able to freeze yourself and go... <laughs> <laughs> but um, speaking of social media, I think might be a good segue because social media is mm-hmm. on smartphones. It is. And I think... A good a good chunk of the population does have a smartphone these days. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And even like even the fact that they've brought out the old Nokia's to have three <laughs> G have like, smartphone ish features. Yeah, because like it's incorporating that nostalgia, but you need you still need that that desire to be connected mm. to the world. And I find like I heard about something recently about being cyborgs and kind of changing our definition of what a cyborg is right because like as i said earlier on in the show sorry um (laughs) like our our interpretations of cyborg would be a part human part robot kind of thing often a bad guy (laughs) yeah bad guy in a movie yeah but basically it just means something that isn't biologically part of our body Mm -hmm. that we didn't grow ourselves essentially so like say um what is this like paraplegics yeah um, like with new arms and amputees and things like that, that they're technically cyborgs mm-hmm. because they'll have a, a new limb that was yeah. made for them. And leading on to that, it's about phones. Right. How, <laughs> As I picked up my phone to check yeah. on an article there. <laughs> yeah. So we have a little, like, have a little um, article here. And it's basically just about saying how our phones are now an extension of ourself. Um the whole thing is that we're kind of clunky as cyborgs go because yeah. we rely on screens and mobile devices to extend our powers beyond beyond the biological. Too many mm. bees there. <laughs> but essentially, we're depending on them. And I know, I know personally, if I, if I put my phone in my bag and I forget and I'm like, where's my phone, where's my phone, yeah. where's my phone? I feel like I'm lacking. There's a part of me missing. Now, not everybody is like that. Other people can put their phone down mm. and be fine. But... There is that aspect of it's a it's if you say oh it's it's like my my right hand yeah it's part of you oh it is and I think we've all had that moment where you get up <clears throat> maybe you get up in the morning or you've been doing something and you're about to go downstairs you're just going downstairs for something small you're only mm-hmm. going to be down there for ten or fifteen minutes and you realise oh my phone's bloody half dead I'm just yeah. going to plug it in and charge it you know it's too dead to bother bringing it downstairs because you're not going to be able to use it for anything so you're just leaving it upstairs for ten or fifteen minutes and you still get that little bit of it ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really what want to be if? separated from yeah. it. Yeah, And like these things are going even further to in the UK. Uh, last year, there was this thing trialed. And, you know, you know, your contactless bank cards. Yeah. That has the little chip in it. Well, and like you hold it over and like it goes beep in Oyster cards, Leap cards, all this. These are all these kind of contactless methods have mm-hmm. this tiny little chip. They were testing it out and putting it in their hand. 
I've seen something on this, yeah. yeah. So they didn't need the plastic coating, essentially, around this chip. Okay. They just used their hand and waved it over the either either the barriers to go through it um, in a tube station or to make a payment. And that also comes in, ties into being a cyborg because you have this tiny little piece of technology. And this one's a bit more different because it's actually implanted. Like it's not an extension of yourself. It's yeah. not like a phone that is a, like a metaphorical extension of yourself. It's something completely alien and has been put into you, and it, but it's technology. It's scary when you when you kind of mm-hmm. think about it that way. It's like we are. There's no there's no two ways about it. We mm-hmm. we are allowing ourselves to become cyborgs. And I remember seeing an article about a guy who did that, yeah. and he had like that. It's an RFID chip. Yes, that's um, the name of it. Implanted in his hand, and he used it in um, instead of his Oyster card. Yeah, and he was scanning it as he was going through. But he had yeah. some sort of an issue where he got a, a ticket inspector checked him. <laughs> And the ticket inspector was basically, he refused uh, to take that to take as his hand. card because he was like, well, there's no, we don't allow for this. You know, this yeah. isn't something that we do. And it often would, there's ID on it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times there's, there's, I don't know how they do it with the, the Oyster cards. I think most Oyster cards are like Leap cards where yeah. there's no picture. But I know you can get certain ones to have pictures. Yeah. Like if they're for a specific reason. So like yeah. student ones. and Like, again, like with the Leap card, yeah. if you get a student Leap card, you have to have your picture on it. So this guy had no actual ID to yeah. go with his chip. His chip. Oh. But we are. I think I think you're right in that sense. Like, I mean, mm. how many times have... I remember looking at a thing that you were talking about, basically, how we augment our brains with this technology. Mm. Like, if you're... Like, it happens all the time. You're sitting there and you're having a chat with a friend and you get this thing like, oh, do you remember such and such a movie? Who was in that? Yeah. And you, you just can't remember who was in this movie. Yeah. And what do you do? Take out your phone. And even in that in that case, you're just like, oh, don't tell me, don't tell me. And somebody will have already googled it and told you yeah so whether it's not you it's somebody else because you're so because it is you're so connected you're so what, what is it plugged in yeah is that what the matrix is plugged into the matrix yeah. Yeah. yeah but we are i mean we totally are we completely allow ourselves to be plugged into the matrix and there's all these kind of things of how technology's going these days and advances and it's like it's that fear of like oh we're we're not going to be human anymore we're going to be trying to advance our, ad, ad, like advance our bodies and alter our bodies to make them unstoppable and all this mm. it's like we and it's like this, like oh, this is down the line. This is in the future. We've already started, and we haven't yeah. even noticed. And that's the thing where we've we've completely allowed ourselves to become one with a, a piece of technology. Like that is a, an extension of your brain. I, yeah. I realize I'm pointing at my phone here. You can't hear what I'm saying. Yeah. See what I'm pointing at. <laughs> um, but like we're sitting here with your phone because. It, it's almost interesting to see, like the, the environment we're sitting in now. Mm-hmm. Um, around, Techie. yeah, around <laughs> me now, we've a desktop computer, we've got a laptop computer, so it got smaller, yeah. became a laptop computer, and then you've got, I've got my phone there, which is arguably every bit as powerful yeah. as some of these. Obviously, not for certain tasks, yeah. but in terms of searching the internet and getting information like that, it's every bit as as it's powerful for that, and it's faster. That's yeah. the thing, and it's more convenient. Faster, it it can find something as quick as you can think it. Yeah. And like then if you look at all these like in-home things like Alexa and all these where you just kind of say it into the ether mm. and it's it's basically thinking out loud. Yeah. It, oh, I like I love it, but it is it's creepy. Oh, it is a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. Especially because we didn't notice that we have been slowly like just combining with technology. Mm-hmm. But it is one to think about and that it's not something that's either scary or or like bad guy in a movie yeah. kind of cyborg thing that it's literally us extend like 
becoming one with the future. Yeah, it, it's not... And the ta- as time progresses. It's not a bad thing other uh-huh. than the fact we're becoming so reliant on it. Yeah. That's a bad thing. Actually, just another thing that just, I just noticed now. I have a watch that monitors my heart rate. Mm. And... I mean, I, I went 26 years without needing that. Yeah. Why did you need to know your heart rate? You didn't. Yeah, I'm alive. That's all I need to know. Yeah. And I'm not having chest pains. Good. But I now I like I check it every day. And this this little piece of technology is monitoring not only my the outside things like my activities and steps. Mm. It's monitoring my heart. Something yeah. inside me. Something on the outside of me is monitoring something inside me. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it is. It's kind of crazy. Mm. It's a little bit weird. But yeah, I think we have. We've Side become so... And in certain ways, it's going to start helping to improve people's lives. Like it already is. Oh, you can argue it's already yeah. massively improving our lives. But um, I remember I read this thing in kind of in the, the run-up to this. Um, uh, Hugh Herr, he he's co-directing a, a thing called Extreme Bionics uh, with MIT. Now, he is a, a multiple amputee. He's mm-hmm. Both his legs he lost because of a climbing accident. Oh. Um, he got frostbite and had to lose his legs. Okay. But... What they're looking to try do, like the long, the long, uh, uh, this is a short version of the story. What they're looking to do is essentially make it so that he can feel things with his, um, with his limbs, yeah. with his, um, say the word to me, uh, prost- prosthetics, yes. excuse me. Um, he'll be able to feel things with his prosthetics, which oh, is crazy. Wow. Like to think that that's something that is a possibility. Yeah. And it is a possibility. Like it's, they're looking into how they can do it already. Like and we have the technology. It's just figuring out where to put it and how to use yeah, it kind of thing. Exactly where it will fit in. Yeah. Um, and it's already beginning to happen. You know, like they're already looking into how this can work. Because as he said, he said at the minute, the reason his prosthetic limbs don't work the way my leg and your legs and stuff do is because in theory, they can make them move in the same way ours do. Yeah. But we can feel subtle things in the ground that yeah. make us change our gait, change yeah. how we walk a little bit. He can't feel that. Yeah. Uh, they're hoping to make it so that he can. Wow. Which is a bit unreal. Like it's it's kind of that crazy. is amazing. That's so cool. Oh, it is. It's mad. Like I, I I still do find that kind of stuff really hard to get my head around. But then again, I'm one of these people who I'm kind of glad of the the kind of age that I suppose myself and yourself would have kind of grown up in, mm. where. I don't know if you're the same, but I still find this stuff mind blown. Yeah. Because I remember a time where this wasn't a thing. Yeah. Like, Even the internet. Yeah. Like, smart TVs and stuff like yeah. that. But. <gasps> An example of this, right? I was in work and we have a database of some of our customers and their card. And I asked the lady for her mobile because mm. we can search it by their mobile number. And she had a little girl with her. And the little girl just goes, what's a mobile? Oh. Because she doesn't, like, it's a mobile phone. What's but, an iPhone? Okay. But, like, she knows, like, her only concept of a phone is one that's mobile. Mm. She's not familiar with a corded phone. Oh my god, that went over my head. Yeah. I didn't realize what you meant by that. Yeah. Yeah. A mo- she's like like why would it be called a mobile yeah. phone? All like, like Why else why wouldn't it be mobile? Yeah, cuz all phones move. No, like she I, that like the her mom laughed, I laughed and I was like, well, I feel old. Because I realized that mobile phone is an arbitrary phrase now. It's just a phone. Yeah, it's it's just a phone. I think this would be really cool to actually continue to talk about a little bit. We have to take a break and we are going to come back with some kind of interesting news stuff and and all that as well. We're going to uh, do some cool things here. It is one to think about. But it is. It's one to think about. And welcome back to Genius Hack. 
Um, as I said, we're going to go into the news, but I just I kind of wanted to continue talking about that topic a little bit. Yeah. And um, this might be something that happens during the shows as well, because sometimes our main topic is going to be a little bit too big. Yeah. And there'll be other times as well where we might be discussing it with a guest and we want to just continue talking yeah. about it after the break. So this is part um, of the reason we wanted our own show to kind of have that more freedom. A little bit of fluidity. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you we never know what you're going to get. <laughs> exactly. We have got some interesting new stories that we'll get to as well. But um, even that, like we're talking about... Um, technology in terms of internet and and stuff like that and how it's become such an integral part of our life Mm. I find that even in terms of the TV like I grew up I was only thinking about this the other day like I grew up in a time where you'd come home from school and I'd sit down and you'd go in and the den would be on and you'd watch that and once you hit like what I mean I mean I think the den was over like 5 o'clock and then you might have Nickelodeon Five yeah. er, Nickelodeon ended at seven. seven. Yep. You got till seven o'clock with Nickelodeon. <laughs> um, I think Our Real Monsters at one point was the last thing on yeah. Nickelodeon before it turned off. But that was it. Like yeah. you had that. And then I still remember finding it amazing when my nephew, who is 21 now and makes me feel a bit old, <laughs> um, when he started, uh, when he was younger and you had kids channels. Like when I was really young, we didn't have the kids channels. And when yeah. I got a bit older, we had the digital and you had more. Yeah. But at th- that, that point, it wasn't really interesting to me. I found it already amazing that he was able to watch kids TV and teenagers TV 24-7. Now, with Netflix and other (laughs) streaming services are available, we're not advertising anybody, but with these types of things, you can watch anything, any time of the day. You can just come in and sit down and decide, I'm in the humour of an action movie. And even even the fact that a lot of them offer download services, it Mm. doesn't matter where you are. You can be in the sky. I've used used them online, not online, on, on airplanes. So, like, in the last, I'd say, what, 15 years? Yeah. I'd say 15 years would be a safe bit, but before mm. people started getting digital and things like that. Yeah. And they were more, like, more accessible. Because I remember that too. And I remember when I was sick and I'd be a kid and I was sick and my mum and dad had a TV in their room and I'd watch the telly. But you had to suffer through morning TV, like, yeah. uh, which still doesn't appeal to me. And it because all the kids were in school. And it makes sense. It makes sense that they don't show kids shows until about after 1pm, 2pm. Mm. Because the kids will be back in, back from school. Yeah. And then it stops again at 5 o'clock or 7 o'clock because it's dinner time or bedtime. Mm. But, I mean, I'd kill to have 24-hour kids TV now if I was a seven-year-old and yeah. home with a dummy bug. <laughs> well, you wouldn't because you'd have it. And yeah. it would be so normal to you. And it's exactly the same as you said with that uh, woman's child. Yeah. The mobile phone it became a redundant (laughs) term it's not a term that needs to be used anymore exactly it's just a phone and it's all of this stuff is all feeds back into how technology has just become such an almost irreplaceable part of our lives we can't be without it anymore yeah and again kind of like the whole cyborg fear thing it's happened without our us noticing yeah because it's happened quite slowly but also very quickly Mm mm-hmm Kind of, it went under the radar and it's just little, little bits have been changing gradually. And then all of a sudden it's 10 years later and life is completely different. Yeah. Even like with the internet. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm 26. I'm not, I'm not as old as you think. <laughs> um, the way I do go on. I'm 27, so I'm on yeah. a Zimmer frame already. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember in primary school and we had to do um, projects. And I remember the teacher saying, for if anybody in the class has the internet, then yes. you can use the internet. But that would maybe be three or four girls in my class had it. If anybody, yeah. If, otherwise, you could use like the software that would have um, a, like an encyclopedia. Or mm-hmm. going back again, you could use a physical an encyclopedia. Ac- 
And we which remember I, physical encyclopedias. Which I used. I was. I remember my granddad had one and I used it for a school project on Chile. I used them at one point for drawing out leaves. Oh. Yeah. They're great for that. Good thick books are really good for that. Yeah. Um, we're going to run out of time before we get to talk about some new stuff. So I think we should jump into some interesting news yes, things. Yeah. And one that got me straight away is that the first clinical trials have actually begun uh, on male birth control gel. Amazing. So they're obviously they're kind of looking into the, trying to fix the situation where birth control is almost com- chemical birth control anyway. Yeah. It's completely on the woman to have to deal with. <laughs> and it'd be, it's, I mean, it'd be great if we can kind of make it work. Yeah. Um, that's something they are looking at in the minute. The fo- the the fo- the, the, the <laughs> trial is going on at the minute. Um, it's set to enroll 420 relatively healthy young uh, young couples to kind of oh. see how it goes. Um, I always thought being part of one of those trials as a couple must be nerve-wracking. Yeah, a bit risky. <laughs> then again, better than strangers. Well, oh God, yeah, Jamie <laughs> Mac, yeah. But then I suppose when you think about it, these are the types of things they have to do to yeah. test these things to make sure they work And um, maybe us. it's couples that are kind of like, you know, easy about the outcome. Mm. Um, but because, yeah, it's been in the works for a long, long time and it's it's more complicated um, for male birth control than it is for females. Now, the females one isn't perfect. And there are side effects, but, you know, it works. Yeah. No, well, no, I think it's like 98% of yeah, it works. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good. But, um, and I hopefully with, with, if the male one does end up working, that it can help improve the women's one as well. Mm. But um, it's so interesting. Yeah, it's good that we're going that way. Yeah. Um, looking upwards, more mm-hmm. in a kind of spaceward direction. Of course, the Insight yeah, rover just <laughs> Insight just landed on Mars. Yeah, um, it so took a selfie. It took a selfie. That is so 2018. Yeah. The rover lands on Mars, and the first thing it does is takes a selfie. Yep. Um. Oh God. These millennial robots, <laughs> millennial robots. <laughs> with their avocados and their selfies. <laughs> Avocado toasts and their selfies on <laughs> yeah. Mars. Um. But we can't forget Curiosity because Curiosity Rover has been giving us so much stuff yeah. for years. Uh, the really sad story that came out a while ago of Curiosity singing itself Happy Birthday on oh. its own on Mars. Um, it's programmed to sing Happy Birthday to itself every year. Uh, oh my God, I'm kind of crying. <laughs> but that's not the story. The story is Curiosity. Uh, we have to, again, let's not forget Curiosity. It just spotted super shiny objects on Mars. It's a type of rock or something. We don't know exactly oh, what wow. it is. Um, if you can lean around, you'll be able to see the picture. Um, but go, just check out online, you'll see it. It's like a rock. Um, people are liking it to a black and white picture of a lump of gold. Yeah. They don't know what it is yet. They're going to have to t- do some looking in. Um, if you're into your conspiracy theories, maybe mm-hmm. it's something man-made. Um, but yeah, probably not. Probably <laughs> just some sort of mineral deposit. But it's, maybe it's, it is. It could be. It could be. <laughs> But it's, I just think it's really interesting that yeah. um, you know we're starting to see very metallic-y looking because by the pictures it does look metallic. It's yeah. not just shiny; it has a metallic sheen to it. Um, it's something Ooh. we may get um, somebody on from Astronomy Ireland at some point to chat to us about once they know more about it. That would be so cool. But we have run out of time. Our really, first, our first show has completely flown by. We have run out of time. We did it. We did it. We did our first show. I'm proud of it. Yeah, you can't see this, but high five. <laughs> you hear it? No, you didn't, because that was no, crap. No, high yeah. five. Um, but we have done our first show. This has been the first episode of Genius Hack. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us. Yes, and we hope to hear from, hear from you. Yeah. yeah. No, we do hope to hear from you on all our social medias. Yeah, as we said, it's uh, Genius Hack nine two five on. Twitter. Twitter and mm-hmm. genius underscore hack nine two five on Instagram. Yes. We'll get all the other things set up and we'll post on we'll post online as soon as we have our other uh, thingies, but yes. we'll let you guys know next week. Uh, because that is it. We're finished. Yeah, until next week. Until next week. Thank you guys for listening in. Uh, this has been Genius Hack. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.